Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. You're listening to the Deal Room Podcast. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on business sales and acquisitions. Get across trends in the area and hear the industry's best recount their real life tips, traps, and experiences. Now, here's your host, Joanna Oki. Hi, it's Joanna Oki here and welcome back to the Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Now, today we have a bit of a solo show uh, because a number of people have been asking questions that they want me to answer. I'd love some feedback from you, our listener. Do you find the solo shows useful or not useful? Um, I guess you have to listen to me first before you can make an assessment of that. So how about I keep speaking? But then at the end, I'd really appreciate it if you would use the show notes and send us a note and tell us, do you like the solo uh, recordings or are they boring your socks off? Because I don't want to bore your socks off, obviously. So today we're talking all about, in the solo recording, um, whether a business sale or a share sale is a better approach. This is something um, that comes up again and again and again, for anyone who listens to uh, the content uh, that I produce, you will know uh, that I um, am very pro share sale. Um, I see many instances where very good businesses sell for a large amount of money um, and uh, buyers come in and their accountants or their advisors are scared of um, share sales and, um, and, and warn their clients against it. So the important thing to bear in mind, I think share sales have a place. Share sales are a fabulous vehicle for the transition of a business, um, where you have a larger business. So a business more than 3 million is quite often the type of business that can be a good, um, sort of business to be in a share sale environment. And you have a lot of the value that could be at risk of loss if you needed to be in a business sale situation. Because the difference between a business sale and a share sale, which I actually step out uh, very clearly with diagrams, which I can't do here on the screen um, as I'm um, as I'm recording a podcast. So in, in diagrams in my book, Buy, Grow, Exit. So we'll put a link um, to Buy, Grow, Exit um, in the show notes and you can get yourself a copy if you're interested in seeing the mechanical difference between a business sale and a share sale. But basically in a business sale, you're taking all of the individual assets out of an entity and moving them into another entity. That's a business sale. The movement of assets, it's an asset sale, the movement of assets from one entity to another entity, from the selling entity to the buying entity. Um, in a share sale environment, you're leaving the entity that runs the business un, unmoved and the shareholding structure is where all of the, the um, changes occur. So what this means in practicality is for a business sale, you need to work out how you're going to ensure that all of the assets, like for example, the employees and the clients and the suppliers are all transferred out to a new entity. For very small businesses, this can be very simple. For large businesses, it can get a lot more complex. But on the flip side, in a share sale environment, you you effectively leave the business untouched, except for a few things, and, and um, I talk about the caveats to that in the book. But generally speaking, you're leaving the business untouched. Um, and the, the benefit of that is that you're not having to disrupt 
clients by getting them to pay somewhere new and be invoiced by new entity, changing the name perhaps, or at least changing the bank account to which they're paying. You don't have to move the employees across and you don't have to create new supplier relationships and new supply credit accounts. So all of those things for small businesses aren't necessarily particularly hard. For larger businesses, the more customers you get, the larger the customers are, the um, the more suppliers, the more employees, the more difficult it can be to achieve that business sale environment. Now, that's not to say in large transactions there aren't business sales. Certainly, they, there are. But the larger the transaction, the more a share sale becomes perhaps more attractive to both buyer and seller. But there is a caveat to all of this, um, and that is the risk um, level is greater in share, share sales rather than business sales. So what that means in practice is that there can be a lot more legal wrangling in share sales rather than business sales. Um, and this is why I say you have to be very careful if you're looking at a share sale environment for any um, business sale or acquisition for less than $3 million, because there is a significant more amount of legal wrangling that often has to happen um, in a share sale environment rather than a business sale environment. And you just have to make sure that the difficulty um, is worth it. Uh, and 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 the extra expense, um, and of course the extra time in legal negotiations, forwards and backwards. I'll give you a bit of an example. So um, we recently uh, have dealt with two different biz, uh, business share sale environments, right? So um, uh, both around about the same area. There's a two around about say two million dollars for both. Um, in one of these transactions was a business sale and one was a share sale. Um, I can tell you the business sale um, was a simple, simple process. Legal fees were minimized. Um, we were able to use standard state-based contracts and the deal was done in around about four weeks in the contracting process. Contrast this with a share sale environment. The share sale, um, in this particular example of a share sale environment, we're on the other side, so um, the, the other party was drafting the document. The document started out at 40 to 50 pages, and the complexity of it versus our business sale environment, where all we're negotiating in that particular deal were special conditions that sat on the end that were around about 10 pages. So you can imagine 10 pages versus uh, 40 pages, and I, and I think it ended up far more than that. Uh, it was months in legal wrangling. The difference between the two um, wasn't just share sale versus business sale, but that certainly played a large role in it because the size of the documents that we were dealing with were massively different and the level of risk in the two transactions was also massively different. So the end answer, share sale or business sale, which should you go for? Well, the answer is it depends. Um, it really depends the industry you're in, the size of business um, that you have to sell, um, the risks that are in the organisation, how long the organisation has run for, um, because that can be another level of risk, how organised the selling party is and the buying party, 
um, and the timeline involved. And also some of these elements that I talked about before in relation to understanding the extent to which there might be any difficulty in transferring business assets between the entities and transferring the value in client contracts, employees, um, and supplier contracts. So I hope that gave you a bit of a quick run down on share sale versus business sale. As I have said, um, you will find a lot more information in uh, my book, Buy, Grow, Exit. I give you the real snapshot um, into the positives and negatives on both buy side and sell side of business sales and share sales or asset sales. So asset sales effectively where we cherry pick assets out of the business rather than taking the business as a whole. So there's lots of considerations on buy side or sell side. I step it all out in the book, but I just wanted to give you um, a bit of an overview here on the Deal Room podcast. Hope that was useful for you. Um, please let us know here at Aspect Legal what you want to hear more about and whether or not you find these solo recordings useful or drop dead boring, hopefully not too boring. Um, thank you for being with us today on the Deal Room podcast. That's it. Signing out. Uh, we bring this podcast to you, of course, uh, from our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. And if you're after any assistance in um, working out whether a share sale or a business sale is the best option for your acquisition or your exit, then just head over to our website and we can organize a time for a free initial discussion with our legal eagles at Aspect Legal. Well, that's it for Today, I hope you are having a stellar day. Thanks again for listening in. Talk to you next time. Bye. Well, that's it for this episode of the Deal Room Podcast. We hope you're now primed for your next deal with these pointers and have enjoyed these fascinating insights. Now, if you'd like more information about this topic, then head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com. Dot com, where you'll be able to download a transcript of this episode, as well as access any contact details and any other additional information we referred to in today's podcast. You can also book in directly with our legal eagles at Aspect Legal. If you'd like to soundboard your next steps, discuss a legal question, or find out more how we can assist, whether that's with buying or selling a business, or perhaps somewhere in between. Now, don't forget to subscribe to The Deal Room Podcast on your favourite podcast player to get notifications whenever a new episode is out. We'd also love to hear your feedback, so please leave us a review and rating if you're already one of our subscribers, or even if you're listening to this podcast for the very first time. Every review helps our team produce valuable content for you. Well, thanks again for listening in. You've been listening to Joanna Oki and the Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. See you next time. Check out our brand new book, Buy, Grow, Exit, which is in bookstores now and available to order on our website at buygrowexit.com.au together with some fantastic resources for buyers and sellers, including checklists, scorecards, and all sorts of useful tools. Also, check out our links in the show notes, which will take you straight to that page. Ladies and gentlemen, Ladies and gentlemen. that will conclude this evening's entertainment. 
Thanks for listening to the Deal Room Podcast. To find out more about this episode and other episodes in the series, check out the show notes or head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com.au. Thank you.